Wrestling Alliance Radio. Names on the Titantron, now it's time to get it on. Choke Sam, the center bomb, this is what I carry on. Black Crook, I'm the big boss man. Known to be the whole episode, fan damn. Chillin' with my wrestling, Alliance fan. Paradise Tribal Chef, Duck Bang, you know me. Rim, he goes in. This new corporation, McMahon. So if he does, that'll be, that'll be hilarious if Triple H shows up as terrorizer, bruh. Yeah, we see him. We can't get it from me. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> just for me, just, just for me for, uh, for CM Punk talking shit over all these years, bruh. Word. Mm-hmm. Show up, bury him, then leave. That's it. <laughs> wouldn't that be a bitch? <laughs> That's All really right. So, so as we go on, Ram will be joining us in a bit. Welcome to War Wrestling Alliance Radio, where we have Duck Goes Bang, my co-host, the Tribal Chef Pet Lee, and Clutch, always there for the best commentary we have. Quack, quack motherfucker, quack! I'm quack. Saying. Goes Bang or Quack? You said your name is Bang. Hey, still a duck. Duck goes quack is all elite. <laughs> <laughs> duck goes quack is all elite. Let's go, baby. Now with, w, now with WWE, oh, it's a wrap you're for sh- You're shedding your WWE right? name? It's just a wrap for WWE, yo. Quack goes duck is here, bro. Let's go. And I'm the tribal cook. <laughs> yo, we showing up to take over the tag division, bro. Good work. Do outsiders arrive? Yep. Oh. I mean, y'all, y'all gotta form. Y'all, y'all know in AEW fashion, you have to form a stable now. Yo, instead of the outsiders, now. we done round the corners. Yo, what's good, bro? Pull up. We, we around the, the corner. We outside. Your ass. We outside, bro. Yo, just bullshit. Be like the podcasters. All right, listen. <laughs> I like that name, the podcasters. The podcasters. They talk shit and whoop ass. Um. So the topic of discussion, since we have so much hype from that pay-per-view, from AEW's All Out, uh, what we're going to discuss, do y'all think we should push it back? And Oh, wait, no, that was, that was what you are trying to ask well, us. <laughs> well, the debate, which is, uh, next week there's going to be a debate, um, the best of the world, the best in the world conversation. Who yes. has had the best in the world gimmick? Now, we just, I want to reiterate this. It's gimmick, not who is the best wrestler in the world, who has the best skill in the world. That is a conversation that can go on for hours, days, years. But who has had the best gimmick of best in the world? That's what me, Pat, think Marcus is down, and we're looking for one more. Clutch, if you're willing to take the position of CM Punk, you know what? I may not more so do it, but I think I know somebody who might want to. Who? Well, let's just sit there and say this past Monday, he didn't go off on carrying cross straps that he had on. So, <laughs> yo, get him on. Get him he, on. He's this say CM Punk is his guy. I'll ask him and I'll let y'all know if he's down for it. He might actually, because, you know, he CM Punk is his guy. That's that's what he definitely did say. So we'll see. Mystery, if he it. Mystery guest is all elite. Oh, yes, yes, very, very, very much. All Elite. That's my gimmick on the podcast when everything is All Elite. (laughs) (laughs) 
know. <laughs> Discord is all over you. Yo, facts, bro. So, brought to you by. To discuss the thoughts about AEW, <laughs> what they're now bringing to the table. From then, from when they started the Bucks and the Omega and everything, making that we're gonna start a new wrestling company. This is gonna be brand new right now. So, what's the thoughts on this whole shift change? How AEW's been doing things? Um, I'm like, let me start it off with this. Um, since the shit first started, AEW man, there's been so much criticisms that some may deem as fair or unfair. Personally, it's a new company. What the fuck you expect? You know what I'm saying? They started off strong with the pay-per-views, the shows, you know, the weekly shows. That's something that a lot of them had to get used to. That's something they had to get used to. And it's new. You never know what's going to work and what's not going to work. And I've always said, bro, just give them time to figure shit out. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not an excuse because, like I said, give them a year and some change, something. Because, hey, at least if they were a year in or two years in, then you can sit there and say, like, yo, we gave y'all two years and it ain't nothing happening. That's trash. But slowly but surely they got their shit together and they putting out quality shit. They doing things. They bringing people in. Like, I don't know if it's because, well, not even, I don't know if, because WWE is on some wild shit right now. They're just sopping up all this stuff. So, they're doing good. I appreciate it and love the surprises and all of that. They came, the people that came in, um, you know, Ruby, we are Ruby, uh, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan. Am I missing anybody else that popped up? Adam Cole, CM Punk. CM Punk's yeah, first. Adam Cole. Yeah, Punk. Yeah, Punk definitely first came back. I thought we had talked. I wasn't here last week. I thought y'all had talked. But like, yeah. Wait, did he? Yeah, he came back last week, right? Well, he debuted his first debut match. He had two weeks ago, but his debut match was this past weekend. So, I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, like the debut match of him not being in the ring for seven years. Well, I mean. I mean, now some say that he did jump in the ring and give a guy a GTS underneath the mask. I don't know for sure if it was him or not. It could have been. Who knows? But officially, his seven years is over, and this is his seven-year return. Like, it was something good. It was great. It was even dope that they, I don't know if y'all saw it, but, like, they kind of paid, quote-unquote, homage to, like, the one, two, three kid and Bret Hart. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I peeped that. That was actually, that was actually a really good nod. If, they, if that was exactly what they did, if that was just, they didn't know they did it, it was very eerily similar to exactly how it looked and that was that, that was dope that was just a good start off to their match the, entire, the match was, was great though facts uh, anybody else AEW I, I have to give them credit what credit is due they've certainly come a long way within those two years when they first started so you know, gotta give them the credit when credit is due, especially the names that they've been bringing in since then. But at the same time, it's also an alternative 
and I think we all could sit there and, you know, agree, like everybody's gone through this. When you do something that you love to do, and especially where you're happy doing it now, and you don't feel like that stress and that, you know, that negativity is weighing you down, you can finally do something with a level of happiness and comfort. You know, you start to give it a bit more energy. You start to give it a bit more effort. And, you know, I alluded to the last time, CM Punk looks a lot happier than I've ever seen him. Literally, a lot happier than I've ever seen him. So I'm glad AEW is doing what they're doing. Like I said, I'm not complaining that I have an extra show to watch on Monday, not Monday, on Wednesday, um, an extra hour of wrestling on a Friday. So I just hope they're only going to keep getting better. And that's what you really hope for at the end of the day is for them to keep getting better. So we're going to see what they do from here. Now that they got Adam Cole and um, Daniel Bryanson, hopefully he'll insert himself into a world title picture. Because you know that's what you're about to do. I honestly hope not. Um, you know it's coming. Way up. You know it's coming. Yeah, I know it's uh, coming. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's coming. probably going to come. But listen, Christian did come in. Kind of like I, I kind of want this title, but then he had to still have a bunch of matches on AEW Dynamite, <clears throat> Dark, and Elevation. I think even like he 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 kept wrestling every single match, and he kept he kept getting those W's. And I was like, all right, well, he, according to their you know their their tallies of wins and losses, he deserved it. So hey, if you look at a lot of them probably deserve it. It's like every person, like you, any type of show, like whatever I watch AEW, I notice nobody's, everybody's win record is better than their losses. If you've noticed that, I'm not sure if I'm the only one who's seen it. They're, everybody's win records are better than their losses. At least the guys that they're trying to, you know, put out there the most. So, I think, right. and obviously that's going to be expected because obviously why wouldn't you have your top stars winning more matches than losing them? Right, right, right. So that's obviously expected too. So I think that's kind of where the ranking system gets a little flawed because obviously you're not going to. I think there's another thing we probably have to touch on, or maybe I think Pat, you kind of alluded to earlier. You're not, again, you're not going to have your top guys lose in a fashion, but then still expect them to be a credible threat to a championship. Mm. It's, it's not possible. Depending. Depending. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, I think it's when we spoke about Walter. I think, I'm not sure if this is a podcast I was listening to or we spoke about it, where if we're building, let's say, someone like Walter, right? Mm-hmm. And we're trying to make him a legitimate threat. Let's say if it's to Bobby or to Ronch. You're not going to have him tap out to anybody. Like, anybody. Pass out, yes. Tap out, no. At least in that terms, if you're going to try to make this guy like a credible threat or a credible challenger, whether as a face or a heel, some heels can get away with it. But if you're making like a dominant, dominant heel, like let's say again, a Bobby or a Roman, you're not going to have him tap out to anybody. That's why I say it's depending because like, yeah, like I agree. Like if you making a dominant heel, like, yeah, you don't want your man's losing and looking weak out here. Like, yo, you out here built like all might, and you tapping out the dang Brian. <laughs> dang Brian for, well, you know, for his reasons is a threat, a big name. So I get you losing to him, but you're not going to, you can't build somebody up like that and then have them lose like that. Yeah, but you know, like there was, but like there was a case where like, like a reason why I said it's depending because the fan backing matter. 
like Bray was out here losing his ass. Like, he was losing like a motherfucker. Not the fiend, I mean Bray. Regular, regular ass Bray Wyatt just out here losing to any and everybody. Rocking and, chair Bray Wyatt. <laughs> right, rocking chair Bray Wyatt with the sushi shirt was out here <laughs> killing it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and was losing damn near every week, it seemed like. But he still was still like, yo, this is the guy. So, like, the fans can sometimes definitely help also keep your longevity as far as, like, building up a character and esteem and things like that. Bray was making Firefly sushi. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Swamp sushi. <laughs> that gator meat. Little rice, little rice, that gator meat. Gator rolls. Wasabi. Wasabi. Yo, the tribal not shit. Like, not joking, but I got some ideas. <laughs> uh, tribal chef. It was your topic to push, uh, push the debate and then bring this up. What are your thoughts with the AEW from then until now? Where does from this pay per view that they've thrown at us to what WWE is doing? On your thoughts, I think that AEW has actually impressed a lot of people with the past few pay per views, not just this recent one. I think this one kind of put the wrestling world on notice that AEW isn't just another copycat company like impact or in some aspects of WCW was, it seems like now they're actually trying to do different from what they did before. So they're trying to have that nice balance of, we have top level guys, but we also have young talent that we're trying to push. They're not giving talent, um, creative control, which is a big issue in companies like WCW and to a lesser extent impact. So you're not going to have the same guys constantly main eventing. They also kind of get things right when it comes to the audience that they're targeting. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I think that they're going to surpass the WWE because realistically, there are two different types of companies. One is an entertainment company with bits of wrestling here or there, and one is pure wrestling. So as long as fans kind of understand that and stop trying to force WWE to be something that it's not anymore, we'll be all fine. But um, just kind of getting back on topic to the pay-per-view overall, I thought it was a great pay-per-view. I thought the matches were good. The segments were good. Highlight to me, even though, you know, we saw Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan was CM Punk returning to the ring. Um, I was actually surprised that the match at the whole pay-per-view that I didn't like as much was the Moxley match. But uh, Suzuki coming out at the end of the match kind of made up for it. But all in all, I thought it was a good pay-per-view. I see nothing but big things coming from AEW. And in all honesty, as much as I like the WWE, unlike WWE, I'm actually excited for a post-pay-per-view show with um, Rampage and Dynamite. So I'm interested to see like what's going to happen next. Because with SummerSlam, with WrestleMania, we kind of got the feel of, okay, well, the pay-per-view is over. So... You know, will WWE keep the momentum up or will they go back to the same old shit? But with AEW's pay-per-view, it's more so like, well, who's going to show up next? So what surprises do they have? And we haven't had that kind of excitement in wrestling since the Ruthless Aggression or Wow. Uh, very strong comments on there. And it's uh, it's definitely, it definitely shows that AEW is definitely trying to push the envelope each time, even especially about the... Uh, 
the tag team match that they had a different kind of cage. It seemed like Hell in a Cell mixed with a regular cage, and they just went all bloodied out, and everything was topsy-turvy and crazy. Um, Ray, Day, welcome. And um, can you also comment AEW and what's going on? Ray? Yeah. <laughs> <About that. laughs> Yay! Um, there you go. Hello, everyone. Um, I didn't really wow, watch AEW. Uh, I've just been taking care of a sick Marcus, so I've been um, focusing on that. But from what I've seen, from what I've heard, because it's been, it's basically like broke the internet for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so this, yeah. <laughs> so basically, from what I can tell, from what I'm seeing, is that AEW is bringing in a lot of talent, but they're also pushing that talent to be better than what they were, and to actually give them opportunities, which is something that WWE does not do often enough. So with like everyone knows when AEW, they're basically showing like when they grab someone, they're going to do right by them. And you're going to see that they're going to get an opportunity to actually, you know, showcase their skills. I think, you know, WWE better. Hey, they SOL right now. WWE, if, if they go back to what they're talking about, you know, with Vince in charge and all that, they're they're going to end up hurting themselves because AEW is actually listening to the fans and giving the fans what they want. WWE is just listening to Vince and giving Vince what he wants. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue right there because Vince don't pay those bills. (laughs) Vince doesn't like, he may, you know, you know, sign those checks, but like without the fans, he ain't going to be able to sign checks much longer. Right. I mean, he he was a billionaire at first, and now just you know, multi hundred billion millionaire. I I guess to say, but for an honest thing, I feel like um, he's starting to lose out on what the focus is, especially with your flagship show being Raw. Like it's been the flagship show. You're two hundred two million at least. You know, people trying to tune into it. I feel like he's been there's been missteps left and right, ripping up scripts, apparently being angry and pissed off at everybody. It's maybe this isn't your bag anymore. Maybe you should step back or step away, period. You know, Uh for another thing I wanted to bring up, though, was a topic of now with Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk and. And possibly Bray Wyatt coming in, which is rumored as well. Will they start overshadowing their own talent, their own homegrown talent that they're trying to push there? It's already started, if you ask me. I mean, they unfortunately, that's just how the nature is with new companies. They'll try to bring all the big names in first to get the audience to kind of gravitate towards the company. But what they have to do is bring those big names in and have, like I think Clutch was saying earlier, it's good that Daniel Bryan is in AEW 
but it would kind of set a bad precedent if like his very first match back he goes after Kenny Omega. Like I still think that honor should either go to MJF or um Hangman Page. Like give us a few with well, let's say Adam Cole versus um Daniel Bryan. And that's probably gonna be one of AEW's biggest hurdles is that yeah, you can bring all the talent in, but if you bring in all the main event talent that WWE either rejected or once had, you kind of give WWE an advantage in a sense that at any point in time, they can bring up a new star and boom, you'd have a next Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock. Whereas they look at AEW and go, yeah, you have Daniel Bryan and you have, you know, Adam Cole, but why is Jungle Boy still not have a title shot or why is he not main eventing? You know, people still look at things like that. Jungle Boy did have the, he got the title, he got a title shot with Orange Cassidy, at least that. And for Kenny Omega, but did we really think any one of them were going to take this title? Is the thing Rim Rock? Thank you um, for joining us. But no, Duck, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm just welcoming Rim Rock to the thing. Go ahead. Duck. All right, what up? Nah, go ahead. What's up, bro? Bam. Go ahead, bro. Duck. How's the restaurant up, business, up, bro? Everybody? I'm late to the party. It was. It was. It was Busy was busy. It had a lot of cleaning before I left. It's, you know how that go. Getting blessed. You're nah, getting blessed. Man. Oh yeah, you know you get you get a lot of sympathy cells when people try to you know do wrong to you. So you know you gotta open for the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's the topic today? We talking about we talking about all elite wrestling from how they started to where they going now, right? To the best, you mean the best damn wrestling company on the planet right now, like bro. All right, all right. They, out, they also they also WWE last night, bro. They just for what it means, bro. Listen, Kenny can, Omega can sold more t-shirts. We we, we we gonna pump the brakes. <laughs> we gonna pump the brakes on the greatest wrestling company of all time right now. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give them their props. Because yeah, they put on a great pay per view. With old what WWE, you mean, yo, bro, what are you talking about, man? bro? It was great. AEW was way better than WrestleMania like, six, bro. It was like watching WrestleMania. It was the WrestleMania you always wanted. It was the mania you always wanted. We wanted Punk back. We got Punk back. Right? Who else? Mm-hmm. Saw? Adam Cole got called to the main roster. It was the wrong main roster, but he made his main roster debut. <laughs> that man pulled up. Yo, that man pulled up. Yo, that man pulled up at the wrong arena. Uh, <laughs> Alright, let me y'all, y'all, y'all wanna know what's crazy? Y'all wanna know something that's crazy? I was actually supposed to show up at AEW, but Kanye kind of took me off at the last minute. So I just want to throw that out there real quick. Damn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. But, um, to, but, but to what Pat said, no, uh, um, but to back what Pat said, Pat said that, uh, he thinks it overshadows. Personally, I think it's the quite opposite. I think, I mean, like, anybody that comes into any organization is always going to be the it thing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if, if 
I don't know if Kenny Omega just started wearing Tims. Those Tims are going to be the it thing to talk about for at least a week or two. And I think it's going to be the same with Punk. Like, they're going to be the, the hot fire thing for a month, maybe even a month and a half. But then they're going to get integrated right into the AEW system. And then we're going to see these matches between this this person or that person. And I do agree with that. I don't think Homeboy should have been the contender uh, off the rip. I personally think that... Uh-huh. We should have a match, you know what I'm saying? Try to, you know, have a match work his way up. And I just go smack after the new guy. And it would suck if they, Ryan did, for whatever reason, beat Kenny and became the new champion. Like, that would be weird. Like, I guess for them it will be a, well, couldn't nobody really beat him. He beat everybody, so we needed help type of situation, which was kind of dumb and kind of hurts the product a bit. But... I mean, I think that it, it brings eyes to 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 the to the to the place. You know what I'm saying? Like now, everybody most most definitely, yeah. Like most eyes exactly. to the place, brother. They like they they hit they hit the world with a gut check. That 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 was a gut check in the wrestling world. Like they they did debuts like that. That was like the greatest mixtape ever in rap since. Like they had everybody featuring on that album. Like that shit was classic. That's mm-hmm. the greatest album of all time. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even mad at that part. The fact, I'm not even mad at that. The fact I'm mad at it is like, okay, so we was building their own personal roster, but in the last three to six months, it became who can we grab from WWE to stick it them. Like, that's what the game is turning to now. It's like, oh, we're going to show up from from over there, like, they throw us off, maybe one person go to Impact, nobody cares. But they signed everybody who we knew was supposed to be major in WWE, well, they snatched them, as they should. But damn, they did that shit fast. Like, my man, we got over here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you a little bit. There you go. Last shit, it'd be, it'd be going in and out. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm 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 lock out and lock back in. All right. That's no problem. He, he, but, um, you're so upset and energized by this, it keeps going in and out. But like, yeah, like I, I kind of feel like you bring those people in to bring the highs, and like, yeah, they're going to like maybe win a couple of matches here or there. But like, when they actually like, yo, this is the person we want to beat this WWE person. <laughs> That's how you start making your stars. Like, I think MJF is definitely going to beat CM Punk. MJF is going to beat a Daniel Bryan. When? I don't know. I don't even know what's going to happen next. I hope, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it, you're, you're going to get those situations where you're going to build upon that. Like, yo, he might take an L, but a month or two, he's going to get that win back up. And once he beat that name, that's when they start going through the system and all of that other stuff. So, I personally, I don't think it it overshadows for a moment, but that's only because it's the new thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think now this is just my assumption. However, if four or five months, those things faces are still at the forefront and it's like, Mm -hmm. you fucked up, you fucked up. You, you had a moment and now you're just turning AEW to WWE. Just with the rejects. Well, 
I mean, it'd be more WCW. You're bringing in these guys. I mean, and that's true, too. That it would be WCW. Not something we want. Rem, did you, your mic's fixed up? I think so. I can hear everybody perfectly fine now. Oh, you're, you're yep. perfectly clear. clear. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You keep going with your point. <laughs> you had. Oh, no. Nah, you had a point. No, like I was just thinking, I'm, I'm agreeing with everything that's being said as well. Now, when it comes to the matches that I like, okay. I personally think MGF should have won that match against Jericho. Yes. They could have found a way to get Agreed. Jericho back into the wrestling field. They kept that stipulation. Yeah. He could have been off for a month. You know what I mean? Also, with CM, that being CM Punk's first match back, I didn't agree with the having such a bunch. I understand mm-hmm. why, because, you know, you don't want your man to come back. He loses. But still, I just, I don't know. I didn't like that part. It was a good match. It was, you know, things that happened in that match and it also was mm-hmm. given tribute to another great match from in the past. But still, no, I didn't think that Darby should have lost after all this. I feel like they're just building up to Sting and CM him up. Punk because it's I mean? not like something they've seen before. And CM Punk is the as a safe worker. Sting still wants to go. I mean, God bless him. He took that table spot like what a month ago, and they just popped back yeah. up like the old Sting. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker's still trying to go at people. All right, cool, cool. I guess. But when did the nostalgia start wearing off? Let's go. Right, hold up, I know we got some. Ice. What? <laughs> oh lord. Oh my bad. I was telling my wife ice. Oh, I think you said fuck Sting already. Oh, he did. <laughs> I mean, no, I definitely didn't. I mean, it's fuck Sting, game, But, you know, I feel yeah. like Seth Rollins should have faced him early on in his career. Damn. Okay, that oh. was me. That was me. <laughs> Tribal Chef, go ahead. If you want to go, Hassan Dua. <clears throat> No, I was just going to say, because um, we were discussing it last week with Ray, and like we discuss it frequently on this podcast, but let's not forget the women's division of AEW with uh, Ruby Soho debuting. That was like a that really big a, deal, too. Yes, sir. That that was, that was great. cool. Like, yeah. I was like, yo, y'all really know y'all lost somebody who was really good in the ring as a, her own character, and y'all just spread the character to other <laughs> characters and then said, alright, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, I stayed hard for her when she was in WWE. Like, I thought she could have been like, kind of how Lita was in the Attitude Era, but no, I felt like that was definitely been. somebody she wasted. Yeah, yeah she, she should have been. I don't think there was, there was, see, you, you did all these debuts and you did have a lot of WWE people winning these uh, matches during this pay-per-view, too. I mean, Something but that's like, a given, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe with CM Punk and, and Darby, Darby could have gotten a roll-up or some weird... He, you know, he has that cr- the crucifix the Last Supper. If he would have hit it, if he if it would have gotten a W, I would have been like, oh, shit. You could have seen CM Punk get up and be like, motherfucker, you got me. Like, you know, one of those things. 
Like, See, the thing is, like I've, I've said it from the beginning, Darby didn't need to win the match. He just needed to be in the match. Like, no matter what he does in that match, whether he wins or he loses, people are going to notice him as the guy who fought CM Punk in his very first match back in seven years. Like, that's a big deal in itself. That's basically fact he shows so much. Made- You're right. Exactly. Seven years, man. That It doesn't feel like seven years. It feels like because of COVID, I feel like it's been like oh, like two or three years ago. And it's like, yeah, it was Royal Rumble. Don't you remember? He got eliminated and he's like, fuck this shit. And I'm gone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. So much stuff happened in that seven years, man. Like to this day, there isn't a single wrestler out there who had fans chanting their name in random matches and promos. Like everybody chanted CM Punk for seven years. Yeah, man. I mean, he's he's done a lot, man. And it, it, there's nothing. I don't. I feel like CM Punk. It would be a one to be like, all right, yo, let this kid go over though. At one point or another, or you're definitely gonna have Daniel Bryan saying he wants to elevate people, but also be uh, be at the top form. Now with Cole. Cole, I think you gotta strike while the iron's hot with that motherfucker. I'm sorry, you got to let this motherfucker get W's left and right. But you can't just like sacrifice a top roster, like you know, like have people try to be like, "Oh, who the fuck are you?" And then have them have matches with him. I don't know who. If you guys have any ideas for Adam Cole to start off and then get to the top, I feel like he's shuffle with that. That whole storyline. I feel like he's gonna get lost in the shuffle. But this just dawned on me too. How the hell did they let go of Ruby Wright, but they signed back Eva Marie? Um, it's WWE, bro. WWE, bro. Eva Marie has the kind of central, like, she looks, she's attractive. Exactly. Let's be honest, she's attractive. So they're like, you know, we need some more eye candy. Let's throw her back on. Piper Nevin is actually cute and attractive. Fuck that shit. She, I'd fuck with her before this one because she'd be like, let's have some drinks. This is where I'd be like, you gonna buy me a drink? But bitch, no. How about that? I'm gonna be real. (laughs) Be disrespectful. (laughs) I mean, I'm gonna be real with this. I ain't never really see, I'm not gonna say any, like, of all my time I've ever watched a wrestler. You obviously had more who, you, you know, especially when it comes to watching the women wrestle, you had those favorites, you're like, yeah, I like her, I like her, some, and, but at least at that point, she was like, you know what, I respect what they do in the ring, or at least they had some sort of idea what they was doing. Hell, even Lana somewhat gotten better in the ring. Even Marie has not at all, and the pet, it says you said before, it's like, yo, eventually, her ducking, her ducking her matches, or these little, Faulty finishes that she keeps having, it's gonna wear thin. It was already wearing thin when she first started. I mean, facts. I mean, it I don't will, think, but my fuckers ain't gonna do nothing but complain and fap to it. She's gonna be able to botch. She's gonna be able to botch for like years, and no one's gonna really even like blink an eye at it. To be honest, well, yeah, that's because she's in shape. Because she's, she's attractive. You guys don't seem to understand for in the women division, if you have that that look that most male WWE fans like, they will get a pass. They will barely bring up their past <coughs> transgressions when it comes to botches, mishits, 
someone getting hurt. It's been played out with so many of the women stars now. I'm raising my hand. I mean, y'all seen the conversation from earlier, bro. Like, yeah, like that's just the form of that, bro. Like, (laughs) you clearly see Nia threw her down. I mean, not Nia. Charlotte Charlotte. threw her down. And then you blame Nia. Then turn around. (laughs) Right. And then turn around and then be like, well, then, then blame her weight. Then blame the writers. Like, fam, just just say she's fat and, and you don't like her. Like, that's all it is, bruh. Like, and, and it's unfair. What about the Iconics? The Iconics are... I hate them the so much. I hate them. I hate that they were they over. The I hate that they moved. Yes. Wow. And they had the look that they were together, but once you broke them up, no one really cared because it was that sexy tag team thing. And once they broke it up, they were like, well, I mean... They're bland. It's like, I mean, it's like it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like together, for most people, it's fantastic. Separate, I mean, who's gonna be eating that every day? Who's gonna eat a straight jelly sandwich or a straight peanut butter sandwich? You know, they kind of need a both of them. Jelly sandwich. I mean, yes, yeah, some hey, people. But I mean, <laughs> but what I mean is those two together, they were the sexy little thing because they did all that cute stuff and touch up all on each other and stuff and poke their little their little booties out. Separate is kind of like, what do you have to offer me? I don't know. Billy Kay was hilarious when she was by herself with those whole trying to fit in segments. That that was kind of funny for me. But that was, I I will agree. That was hilarious. They was she was hilarious by herself. But I I will agree with when they was together. It's like some people when they're better together when they are better apart. And you know they was better together. Even though like sometimes when they was together they were like kind of feed off each other in terms of what they promos. Like they said something to Naomi one day that shit just had me rolling. It was to Naomi, Oscar, or was it to Lana? They said it's. I forgot what they said. If I find it, I'll post it. But it had me rolling. It's like they started coming into their own when they got a little bit more comfortable. But even now, especially with the women's tag team division, they kind of could actually use them right about now because they were a team. Like, and you know, you break these teams. Like, same thing we spoke about with Enzo and Cass. Like, together, they wasn't really shit, but... I mean, excuse me. Separate, they wasn't shit. But together, they was like, yo, they was probably one of the most over teams that WWE has had. Just because they was able to feed off of each other. Trash juice. Excuse me. Is that something about that? <laughs> trash juice. <laughs> Wait, they were trash? Absolute trash. Dirty diaper... Garbage Soil, juice, shit, garbage juice, drips on your foot. Last minute trash. Wait, wait, wait. Who was trash? The iconics. I completely agree. But wait, here's my prime example. I remember this because this this has burned into my fucking brain. I remember there was some type of match versus iconics and Charlotte oh. and another person. Oh, Can we talk about how the iconics could not even pick up Charlotte? They struggled to pick her. How the fuck are y'all struggling? Two women. Y'all got some meat on y'all bones. How y'all struggling to pick up Charlotte? That's like a hundred pounds each. Are y'all struggling? I was like, so no one's going to talk about how they look like they're about to pass out. How they look like they never lifted past five pounds a new, like how their legs are wobbling and shaking. Like y'all not going to talk, bruh. I, after that, I was like, you can't, there's nothing going for the iconics at that point. They're just a pretty face. Cause ain't no way in hell, bruh. Ain't no way in hell. You can't they pick sh- up Charlotte? They're the pretty face they got. They got, they got deleted. 
They struggled oh. to grasp the concept of promoing, so I didn't know they'll struggle with picking Charlotte up. Bruh, I was so when I saw that I was like, "How, bruh? Charlotte is like, I think Charlotte is probably between 150 and 170 pounds. Nah, I would for them. Charlotte. I would say 150. I say that most Charlotte probably these bees want the most 120. Nah, she got muscle. She got muscle, yeah. Nah, she she thick. Even with her, she work out. She, she got muscle and ego. A muscle and ego. Nah, she's around like a hundred and fifty because she all that muscle and she's really thick. Like she I don't want no one to come for me. She's built like a box. Like she doesn't have like a like a, an hourglass figure. So it kind of like no, it's kind of stocky. She's, she's built like my son. Jesus Christ. As, wow. As, as stated, as stated, 5'10, 150 pounds. Damn. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's. I'm built. expecting more, too. I was like, wait. <laughs> I expected less. You know what it is? It, it's in her height, too. Oh, my kid is like 5'8, and he's like 120 now. Oh. And he's a stick almost, though. So. Yeah, muscle, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's muscly, and she's tall, so it evens out. Proportion watch, but like, yes, yeah, like 75 pounds per person. How can y'all not handle 75 pounds per person? Come mm, on, never did an honest day's work. That's probably what happened. They got off, they you know, they got through on that pretty face that that face that Vince loves. It's you such know? good shit. Like the Bella, <laughs> like the Bella's. Let's think that in there. Did you say something the about the Bella's? Oh Lord, please don't bring them up. <laughs> no, I love the Bellas. I just talked too much about the Bellas in the past, defending bullshit. I don't want to hear nothing. I about mean, that. the Bellas are not the best wrestlers, but they're not that. They're good in their own lane. And they I, mean, mean, I, don't think, I don't think they're bad wrestlers, though. Like, yeah, I don't think they're bad like, either. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like we need to kind of, like, like I, like, I don't, like, they're not bad for WWE now, where they actually survive out here in New Japan and all these other places, absolutely not. But, like, for WWE, awesome wrestlers. They did what they needed to do, and it was cool. And they also helped the women's division kind of go mainstream with Total Divas, so that's a Definitely big plus in did. itself. Definitely did. They used their celebrity and definitely pushed that women's revolution, bruh. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, I mean, with AEW's women's division, and then WWE, and I'm including NXT because literally what we had tonight was an NXT heavy women's wrestling, and I was floored by all these women wrestling. It looked like they went harder than some of the other guys, just like trying to get a paycheck out here. AEW doesn't really have a women's division. Like, they got women that wrestle. Right. Like, you got some good some good ones. But, like, a division? I mean, I, I know... I mean, they have a division, but it's not great. Let me say that. It's okay. It's not horrible, but it's not the better of NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. I, mean, I wouldn't even say it's the better of even, like, TNA. I haven't caught TNA in so long, so it's like 
our mo- our main source of TNA and other divisions are uh, Chris <laughs> whenever he's on Facebook, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta watch that. <laughs> like, you know, one of those things. Um, I could look well, yeah. up Miss Rasta real quick. All right, all right. So well, yeah, like wait, 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 WWE or AEW or which ones? Or TNA? You said right? Yeah, Impact. Hold on, let me see who. Else. Let's see. We got Alicia Edwards. Diana Perrazzo is very good. I'm surprised they should have never let her go. They got Havoc, Jordan Grace, Kiara Hogan, but she's in AEW. They still have Madison Rain on there. I don't know why, but I guess. Um, Nevaeh, Rosemary, Susie, Sue Young, her alternate. Tasha Steele is another good one. I got to see her wrestle before. Um, mm-hmm. Ty Valkyrie still on this list. Why I don't know. And Tennille Dashwood. And just in case if y'all not sure who that is, that's the bubbly Emma. Oh, okay. So Ooh, that's pretty much the revolution. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you. Sounds like Impact does have something over there for AEW. I just I just always recall Doctor Britt Baker uh, cause she cause she the, oh my god. I just, I just want I just want to say I just want to say. I don't know if y'all caught what Pat said, but I've said this a bunch. Paige and Emma is the reason why the women's evolution ever started. I agree. Wholeheartedly. I uh, agree. Yeah, in fact, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Because it was like the NXT the most. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like the four horsewomen got off easy just being there. But like, Without those two, they wouldn't even exist. Like they walk so them motherfuckers can run <laughs> and and bury whole royal rumbles. <clears throat> Charlotte, mm. <laughs> you had to throw it in there. Uh, it's an inside joke between Chris and Codric. They get it. Oh, okay. Oh, Codric gonna be like, all right, listen, <laughs> he gonna have some words and shit. I'm you know, glad. we talk about a lot of big debuts from like the men in AEW to AEW. Like, what about women? Like, how surprising would it be if Asuka showed up on AEW? That would be fucking phenomenal. Wait. That would be phenomenal if I'm being honest. Asuka, I, I would, I, bro, um, I would have a heart attack, bro. But sick of night for me, I'll be done at that point, bro. I would have. They just been sitting on her. She ain't been doing nothing, bro. She just, oof. She's out she with an injury. Yeah. Oh, she is. Wow. Yeah. Man. She just, she just posted she's in a sling. I hope she gets better than damn. That's messed up. I hope she's still on her YouTube. Her YouTube is funny as hell. Playing yeah. Nintendo games and shit. And her tw- and her tw- TikTok. She be having me cracking up. Yes, yeah, she do, bro. Kari Zane should. Is she fully retired, or was that just like retired from WWE status? Retired? I thought she was I mean, retired from injury. Oh shit! Oh, man. I was gonna say that's one of my top ones. I would love her to see to come back. The Pirate Princess. That was such a cool anime kind of style of a thing to bring in there. I feel she was trying to bring that uh, Naruto. Naruto. Wow, One Piece kind of fucking action going on in there, but not right, really. Definitely One Piece. And I was like, "Yo, this shit is dope." And then she retired, and I was like, "What the fuck?" She's like. Wait, how old is she? <laughs> I was to say, wait a second. There's no way she's that old. But I just felt like drained. I was like, damn, man. She was so cool in WWE. 
And she, and she always, was popular in NXT. 32. 32. Wow. Wow, man. Oh, man. Um, Yo, Shirai's going to have to take off that mantle. I ain't going to hold you. I definitely would love to see uh, what's old girl, the MMA woman. What's her name? Shayna? Yes, Shayna Baszler pull up the AEW. Woo! She's Ooh, and that is puppy. And just wrecked it. Y'all remember that shirt? Sure, Roman had on wreck everybody and leave? That's what Shayna's gonna do. Like that. All right. Go ahead, bro. They missed. I think you're so upset, your mic went off again. I know what he's going to nah. say. What the fuck is going on tonight? I don't know, man. It's all right. You know, you had some bad starts. No, I'm my boo. I've been riding with Shayna's NXT. <laughs> yeah, man, you crazy like not. She, hey, bro. Hey, you remember the Shayna I don't. I don't play when it comes to Shayna. Hey, yo, remember, it was like, yo, just me and you really on the shade of train, bro. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Stand up for you, guys. Hey, bro. You know the wild, wild west days in WWA, bro. Yo, they had Shane to go from dominating NXT to... Wait. Being a sidekick with Nia Jackson, Reggie. She she definitely a, dominated that elimination chamber, back. and then then they fucked her over. Yeah, Brandy. How do you how do you go from one extreme to another, and they keep fucking doing this with the women? You're not sexy. Because there's not enough women in the no women's division. Push. Because she yeah, she's not the stereotype. She's not entertainment. Like that's the problem. Like they want like she's not entertainment. Like she's a natural born fighter. Like a, a whole warrior, she, bro. She's you know real. She's how are you Most not entertained by that shit? As Seamus was saying, are you not entertained? Seriously, exactly. This woman yeah. comes out and it starts beating ass. I'm sorry, go ahead. But, Ray. but it's, I mean, I, yeah, I, but I mean, it's like the thing about it is she either needs to pull, do that Brock Lesnar thing where she has like someone to talk, like a manager and be beast mode like that. Paul Heyman. Yeah. I'm other than Paul Heyman because he needs he needs to Malcolm go. Bivens. and that little bit of hair needs to go as well. But like Malcolm Bivens. but I mean, like she just come out bananas and then she on my um uh, I I hit hard like that 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 it's like kind of like boring. That's why Ronda Rousey was kind of fun at first, in my opinion. I wasn't impressed with her in the beginning, but it's like kind of died down because the mic skills wasn't there like you need something else to make watching it worth it and especially as like a female wrestler you need to have something extra because as soon as you lose that spark you're not getting it back in the women's division like 
once you lose it, it's gone. I think yeah, Ronda is okay. Paige still with the WWE? Who? Paige? She'd be a good manager for uh, Shayna. Paige needs to stay away from WWE, bro. Paige ain't trying to get back in the ring. She not not near Ooh, Sasha, no. bro. She needs to stay away. Yeah. As far away from Sasha. Ooh. Sasha brings forever. Never. I would never get in the bro. She better not. She better go to AEW or somewhere else. But New mm-hmm. Japan. Some no New Japan a little bit rough about this, so nah, I don't think so either. Nah, she don't need to be in no New Japan. <laughs> no, there's not any no nobody from AEW. Impact, probably with the exception of Oscar, maybe Io Shirai, but none of them need to be anywhere near New Japan ring. Oscar got baptized <laughs> by Suzuki. Io Shirai was the deal, but nah. She, I think Evil's her husband, I think, so I think she kind of knows how that style goes, but no. Nyla Rose? No, Nyla Rose don't need to be there neither. New Japan, I mean, I nope, would nope. give her a lot of clout over there. Trust me, she I don't mean, need to be there either. <laughs> and I know yeah, why you said Nyla Rose too, but she don't need to be over there. Just, nah, bro, don't even do that to her. Bro. I'm not, but, but don't even do it, fam. Just, you know, just don't even do it, bro. Nyla Rose is all elite. I was trying to say because I mean because she is a bigger wrestler bigger wrestlers tend to go over way more within New Japan wrestling guys and gals alike so it I would, get what you- and then the experience would probably sharpen her up a lot but you gotta Man. think about Japanese culture too. When they're quiet in those matches, not because they're not entertained. That's just a form of them being respectful. Like if you see yeah. New Japan, they cheer and boo. Well, they don't really boo. They really cheer everybody. Like Lots they say, they're quiet. Yeah. Nah, they hate you. you get calls. Yeah, they cheer like they like they do that. That's a respect thing that they do there. So you know, even with Suzuki, Suzuki. Be doing some real fucked up shit, <laughs> and then they still change. They sing along to his music like nothing's <laughs> wrong. So it's like you know that's a respect thing for them. So yeah, yeah so she would, of course they would be anybody if they go to Japan. I think they would be over if they put on a good match and they, you know they work hard and you know. But so there, so considering moving people here and there, two people with upcoming. Apparently, contracts. Pete Dunn and Kevin Owens. I'm gonna go mute. Go ahead. First off, whoever uh, wants on that one. Pete Dunn, Kevin Owens. I mean, Kevin Owens been wrestling for a long time in the empty circle. Like for a long time. I mean, like like early 2000s, long time. So those peoples that's in there, those are his friends. Like, his best friend Sammy is there, but, like, Adam Cole, like, that whole squad, like, those are his people, those are his homies. Like, it would make sense that he would go there, but he's actually put so much work into WWE, even on his off days, that I doubt that he'll actually make that move. 
Pete, on the other hand, I think I can see him making that move over there for sure. Mm. I mean, I agree. I mean, I can't see Pete. No, I was just going to say that um, I think Kotrick kind of brought the point up before in like a lot of podcasts and a lot of topics, but a lot of guys at a certain point in their career don't really care about the extensive travel or want to be main eventers. They like the schedules that they have, which is why guys like AJ Styles, even though he probably would kick ass in AEW, you know, he's fine with just being on Raw, having a light schedule, not having to put all that work on his body anymore. So, and like a lot of these indie guys like Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, they're at the stages of their career where they're just like, I just want to make my money and do what I do. Pete Dunne, I could definitely see an AEW, and I'd actually want to see him and uh, Malachi Black go at it. Facts. Did they, did they never That's have a match in NXT? Not to my knowledge. I don't think so. That's crazy. There's a lot of like great matches that are just waiting for AEW at this point. It's crazy, but Pete Dunne, definitely a good AEW guy. I I don't think after he lost that title, he just seemed lost in the shuffle with everything. And also, what's the other guy's name that he won the title from? That was the youngest NXT um, champion already. Uh, was it Bateman? Huh? Tyler? Was it Tyler? Yeah, I think it was Tyler Bate he beat. Where the fuck he's, is he? <laughs> he's injured? No, he's oh. a, um, a, a cup. No, he has like a, uh, I just saw a prom, promotion for him where, um, Tyler Bate, I think that's Trent Seven that's injured. Tyler Bate actually is a NXT UK Cup tournament cup win or something like that. He actually has a match that he's supposed to have. That I saw for him. Wow. I don't know when. I don't usually watch UK. I don't, you know, but that's what I saw of him. That's yeah, that, he in like Mustache Mountain or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. The, all three of them was a group. Him, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn was a group. Wow, man. So it just feels like after they lost their titles, it feels like you're like, all right, now you're just like an afterthought. And honestly, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate should be one of those top people in there all the time, even bring them into NXT and then keep having them going because these guys can go. They're young as fuck and they're amazing in the ring. And it's like, Y'all be like, all right, well, we like this uh, type of sauce now, so fuck y'all. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? I don't know. We're we're probably KO, Kevin Owens. If he chose to ever leave, I don't think he'd go AEW, but his little cryptic tweet that he he did earlier, apparently, about Mount Rushmore, and it was Mount Rushmore's him, Kenny, and the Young Bucks. Oh, boy, here we go. More speculation. Pete Dunne definitely could go AW or Juno Japan or wherever he wants to. I mean, he's he's young, he's the brute bruiser weight, but I mean, it's it, it just seems like nobody's satisfied with WWE, and it seems I mean, like everybody's like the wrestlers themselves feel saddened or something like that. Like everybody's like, 
I was like, can I talk about that that aspect? Because this has always got me about like people not being sad about WWE, like working there and all of that. Like, what always gets me, and I've talked about this before, is you're starting to see a lot of people leave this company. You know what I'm saying? And you see that the, they're getting fired. You you even see a writer out here saying that the writers themselves aren't necessarily wrestling fans and things like that. And you see all of this and you you often hear the sad stories, not sad stories, but the the experiences that they had and it's always met by well, you weren't gonna be a good talent or the top guy anyway. So you're just complaining because of now don't get me wrong, there are some people who just were lazy. <clears throat> JTG and some others. Um, there are some people who genuinely did try. But even then, like even with us even knowing that, like who are we to sit there and say that like to to be like, yo, these are their experiences, but you weren't gonna be shit anyway, so your experience is null and void. You know what I mean? Especially now that we're seeing and hearing some background things from these from from this company, you know what I'm saying, and that's all I really have to say. Well, there's been a lot of, I, I we call it hearsay. Yeah. We're not getting both sides of the story here. No, we're not. But I'd like to hear anybody else, like if they've seen anything else or heard anything else. Like, what do you feel? Are they just hmm. I'll say this. Um, apparently, with the whole new thing for NXT coming on, there was a report saying that a lot of people that's already in our current NXT roster is on that list to get the shoe or the golden boot, I should say. So don't be surprised. If the faces you see in NXT now, I'm going to assume someone like a Tommaso Ciampa, even though he shouldn't be on that list either. But don't be surprised if he somewhat is up in an AEW arena or I don't want to say a Johnny Golden. I think he'll probably keep him because, you know, Vince is always going to do that David versus Goliath story shit. But I'm just saying there's there's that. You know, that report that's supposedly going around, but as Bernie Mac once said, I don't believe shit till shit happens. So it is that. But in terms of Kevin Owens and Pete Dunn's contract, I can definitely see Kevin Owens going in. Duck, as you said, those are like his his friends. So it's not going to be a surprise if he somewhat ends up at AEW. Pete Dunn, I could still see being in WWE. I could see, I could still see him. No one's wouldn't surprise me if he ends up there. Because if anything, he fits more AEW than he does in WWE. Anyway, oh yeah, just yeah. because of his background as an Indies wrestler, and then not to mention he's entertaining regardless. So <clears throat> I don't, I won't be surprised if he ends up in AEW either. Travel Chef, you want to chime in? Yeah. Um. I just want to say real quick that I haven't promoted my podcast or my cooking all episodes. I'm proud of myself. So I'm going to do that real quick. Tune into the Cast Iron Podcast on Apple and Spotify and check me out on social media, Instagram and TikTok, Cooking with Pat Lee. Cast Iron Podcast is all elite. 
That's all. Of, <laughs> wait, wait. What, what was for dinner today? If that's the case, what was for dinner today? Whatever it is, it's all elite. That's the case. All elite burgers, all elite salmon, brown butter, honey, air fried chicken wings. Damn, we need to go to his house. Brown, this what do you mean brown butter, bro? Wait, what you mean by brown butter, yo? Yeah, well, go what you back mean? to the brown butter. Here we go. <laughs> nah, fam, I need right, you so, explain this, bro. What right. you mean by brown butter? Brown so butter. She you, this to be like, here we right. go with this shit. <laughs> We're going to switch the podcast up a bit to a little cooking uh, tip. So when you're baking anything, um, usually you use regular butter, preferably all, uh, unsalted butter. But brown butter gives it kind of a nuttiness to it. Like a yeah. lot of chocolate chip cookies are like in use brown butter. But I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna try brown butter in like a spicy honey sauce. And the wings that I'm eating, bussing. Babe, you ever heard of brown butter? No. What the fuck? Yeah, brown that's butter. Like, that's some yes. shit. To be honest, like Yo, is the butter brown. Yeah, like you brown. essentially Jesus put the Christ. butter in a yeah, pan and you cook it until it browns up. Like it doesn't burn; oh, okay. it's brown. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yo, fam, y'all don't understand. That shit broke my brain, bro. Like, I did ask me. Like, I don't understand if y'all heard me, but I got upset. Like, what you mean by brown butter, bro? You're saying some shit that don't compute right now. Like, this isn't all elite. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) What is brown butter? zone? I thought he put like brown sugar in the butter, and I'm like, "What? What is going on?" That's what I was no. thinking too, bro. Like, yo, did wow. somebody put brown sugar in the butter? Nah, I had an education. Real quick, you sound upset right now. What happened? I, I I thought this was a known thing. I'm sorry. That's oh see, see, Ray, see, Ray gets it. She understands. I'm I sorry. I be so not myself, but oh, I don't do like. Well, if you tune into the Cast Iron Podcast, you'll find out more tips like this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just, wait for, merch. just wait for the merch plug. What a promo. Brown Butter Gang, let's go. <laughs> Brown Butter's all elite. That's the new name for the Hurt Business. <laughs> <laughs> That's about to be my new nickname now. My new nickname is now Brown Butter. Duck goes bang, aka Brown Butter. Bro, I'm changing my name right now. Why you got to sexualize butter. everything, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this Brown Butter t shirts and shit. Brown Butter. Why? What, why you have to be chocolate, man? <laughs> Brown butter. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, what was sexual chocolate's intro? It was like brown butter. Hey, like what the- hey, yo, why you had to get soulful? Is it because I'm black, bro? Wow, that was sexual chocolate's intro. Bro. I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you. Shut up! I fucking still hate you about your six foot four nonsense. Okay. Listen Whoa. here, man. That's not like a very short person thing to say. It's short people hate right it now. Is. A hatred? I'm still taller than Adam Cole. Wait. But are you the same height as Gomez from Adam's family? <laughs> what? Bruh. <laughs> 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 oh, I love how this co- this podcast just went to shit. <laughs> After yeah. the words brown butter. 
Cause, yo, he just jumped in about brown butter and uh, yo, I never heard of brown <laughs> butter. I don't bake. You know what I'm saying? I just eat. So I ain't no brown butter, <laughs> bro. Get your ass an air fryer, bro. Air I fryer. got it. Oh, first of all, I have two air fryers. Let's let's not do wow, that. Wow, wait. All wait, right. Can I notate so, this? Hold up. I'm mean, at ten forty seven. Air fryer is all elite. PM. Air fryer is all elite. Uh, I have two air fryers. Fry errors only. <laughs> Oh man, all right, yo, I'm crying. We just got off super topic and then we went somewhere else with everything. And I'm not even mad. I don't even, yeah, she really did tag him. I have two air fryers at 10:47 p.m. on 9/7/2021. Wow. Right there. Thank you for making sure about that. But um it sounds like a great recipe for the next pay-per-view we all watch. How about that? I'll I'll definitely try it my damn self. <laughs> definitely. Yo, oh, man. Shit. Yo, did was there another topic of discussion? I just lost all my <laughs> Did you just really post brown butter is now all elite in the group? Yes, I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bruh, I don't even want to. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, the oh. memes are going to be crazy now. Oh, right. Let it begin. <laughs> I'm gonna create the D'Angelo cover of brown butter. Oh no, no. Oh god. Gotta <laughs> start it. Yo, everybody gonna be like, what he, the fuck? You just said don't sexualize it. You're sexualizing brown butter. They're gonna be like, what? Actually, that sounds nasty, nasty if you think about it. I want some of your brown butter. Ew. Yo. It does not. Right, it just, it just, y'all just got nasty minds. Yo, y'all are dirty. Right. That's why. It just, you know what? Oh, no. Oh, no. Disney no. buying WWE. Oh, God, no. Please, no. <laughs> All right. No, what? That needs to happen. And we should discuss that on one future podcast. But Roman Reigns versus the Avengers. Calling it. Jesus oh, Christ. with Thanos. Um, well, wait, 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 wait. That's actually wait, wait. being that's actually a, a rumor spreading. With um, Disney might try to make an offer for WWE, and if they go on WWE uh, Disney Plus, I'll be all for it because Peacock sucks fucking balls, bro. That shit is crazy. I want to say something real quick. That'd be great if that did happen, but I'll be pissed if that did happen. But. I just wanted to say I got a, I got to head on out. I'm sorry. No problem. This, this went over like an hour. I got to head on out. I didn't even realize. See, brown butter, bro. Yeah, brown butter. Oh, but um, I will catch up with you guys later. No Peace, problem. bro. Thank Thanks you for joining us. All right. Always duck goes bang. And don't quack, forget to quack, 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 quack. Quack, 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 quack is all quack, elite. Right, elite, all elite style now. Jesus. Just... Right. So what do y'all feel about this whole rumor about the Disney? Might be trying to buy WWE. It'll be smart for them too. And if it's just one less subscription that I have to use, I won't complain about it. Yes, but yes, we're going to be yes. getting a lot of like you... Dog and you lint liquors, bruh. It's gonna go straight PG, bruh. 
I don't think it will go PG necessarily because remember they still have Deadpool. They still do a lot of kind of mature content. I don't think they'll really Wasn't touch it. Wasn't Deadpool pulled back from what it usually is to make it a little bit more Disney esque? No, I mean they have Fox, so Fox has a lot of mature content and Deadpool is owned by Disney. Yo, Family, especially Family Guy. Oh my lord! Yo, there you go. Family Guy, you be thinking like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> Family Guy be hitting some nerves sometimes. If you just keep, if you can keep WWE, they might, they might, Disney might be like, listen, we want ratings and we want money. Y'all got to generate some stuff and we going to put you, you, we cannot be classifying you in the kids section. You're going to have to do some real crazy shit. All right. Y'all can probably, they're going to be like, you can say this, this, and this, and this, but don't be putting the F word in there. They should know. bring back some edginess, though. At least some. Like, like those parking lot brawl matches. I was just watching that match between Eddie and John Cena where they had their whole parking lot brawl. And I'm like, Ooh, do something Lord. like that. Like, it ain't, they ain't like every week they have to have an like OMG moment. But if they could bring back something where it gets the fans like, yo, shit, like, that happened to this week? All right, let's yeah. see what this going to go next week. And then, I mean, that match between Eddie and JBL, that was fucking <laughs> insane. Like, I thought Eddie would... Eddie, oh, I think that was the match where Eddie was... Um, he, he almost died because of blood loss. Because he, he cut... I think he cut too deep or he got hit too hard or whatever like that. And I was just like, fuck. He kept going. That shit was brutal. And I was like, damn. No, like, the match... Like, I'm not saying they gotta be those type of gory matches, but it's like, like that match, Biggie, like, y'all remember when Biggie had that match with Sheamus, and it was like, I guess, I'm not sure if it was a false, it was a false count anywhere. But mm. they took it everywhere, and it felt, it, that felt like some ruthless aggression. Like, that was like a ruthless aggression type of match. Where it kind of gave you that little bit like, oh snap, like, we got this going on, like, this could go anywhere. The locker room, then it ended in the parking lot. Like, that's something I think they need to start going back to. Like, giving something a bit more of that personal feel, but at the same time, if you're not trying to go over the top because, okay, if you got kids watching this, that, and the other. Anyways, they asked it should be in bed anyway, but that's beside the point. Yep. Um, but just like give it something like that edgier feel, especially if you want to get that 18 to 47 year old demographic back. Because if we're going to be real, who's really buying all the tickets, the merch, this shit, and that shit? It's anybody, obviously, over the age of 18. Right? So if you think about it, I think they should try a little harder trying to get that demographic back. So they can actually make a little bit more money than what they do now. Because the longer they keep doing this little misdirection of lack of consistency with the show, mm. it's going to hurt them more than help them. I agree. I mean, you, if you want the money, you're going to have to be willing to take some kind of risks. And I don't think they're taking these risks. They're, they're literally bleeding out people instead of taking risks. They're like, all right, we don't need y'all. Peace. And I'm like, weren't they your top merch? Wasn't he a champion? What's going on here? And it's like even the programs USA and Fox are like, what are you guys doing? Like on USA, their main show, what's the main show that comes on USA every time you turn the channel on? 
Law and Order SVU. Oh Lord, <laughs> and y'all not gonna tell me you don't see a like some of the shit that I seen on Law and Order. I'm like, yo, that's what they're doing. So it's like, okay, if that's the type of shit that you got playing on your main, like that's the main thing that you have people watching. Biggest show, yeah. Yeah, there's no reason why WWE can't somewhat explore with, I'm not saying exactly in Law and Order's territory, but you know where they have that little bit of like, alright, there's some edginess to it, there's that so, like, it's that cliffhanger. Like, alright, and that's what made WWE honestly pretty cool too. They always had cliffhangers. And it was like, oh shit, so this happened this week. What else are we gonna see next week? Then a week right. after that, like that whole storyline when somebody ran over Stone Cold and they found out it was Rikishi, but only to find out Triple H was the one who organized the whole thing. I'm like, yo. Or even, um, who's that other one? There was another storyline, too. Wait, so, so that person, remember that time when Triple H just turned heel again? And they found Shawn Michaels beating in the, um... Parking lot? Yeah, it was like, yeah. yo. It was those... Yeah. It was like those who did it. Like, they need to start bringing those type of things back. Stuff that kind of made the WWE what made them. They need to start doing that. They tried it with Roman. You know, that... I think they kind of... It could have been other than some of the Eric Rowan because it really didn't do nothing to nobody. But at least you tried. But I'm just saying, like, if they could add something like those element type of factors to give people the reason to tune in these shows again. Like I said, WWE should be fine. They just got to stay consistent with what they're doing. Long-term booking... With the storyline. Yes, yes. And then, like, and, and it don't even have to be someone on the roster. It could be someone who you bring up from NXT. Yo, imagine, imagine if this is the, this is what, cause Keith Lee's been off of TV and the rumor is a monster heel. You imagine <laughs> just somebody just taking out dudes in the back and you're like, yo, who the fuck is murdering these dudes? And then they're like, you don't have to be bloodied. You could be beaten up and like, oh, they're injured for like the week. They can't come out. Who is it? It turns out to be Keith Lee. Just come out and note. Pa. Mm. I've been the one. Keith I've been the what? He turning heel doesn't make sense to me. Because he's a lovable face. I'm not saying he can't have a heel run, but yeah. you still have Lashley there. Unless you turn Lashley face. Which would be stupid too, I, I think. He's there's the, a lot of there's a lot of little elements you could just turn back and forth if you want to on that one. Or, or, I was gonna say if anybody else wants to join in on this, because Ray and Tribal Tribal Cook, because he's AEW All Elite now. Oh, <laughs> or unless you make Lashley that tweener, like that, you know, I'm a face or a heel, like he wasn't Impact. He's a face, and not a face, not a heel. But if you challenge me, I'm just gonna basically destroy you, and that's how he was in Impact. It didn't matter who it was. So, I don't know. There's different ways you could go with it, but I don't know. Seeing Keith as a, a heel, except keep him as a monster face, I think that would work better. So, I got a perfect storyline to set up Keith Lee as a major heel. Well, I'm ready for this. Alright, so boom. So, is it this week or next week that Roman Reigns and the Bloodline is supposed to come to Raw? I think they said it was a 20th um, in North Carolina. I think that's Ooh. the 20th. That's September 20th, they're supposed to be there. And right. So cool. So this is what you do. So Bloodline shows up on Raw, interrupts Bobby Lashley. Instant Roman's a heel. Bobby Lashley becomes the 
kind of tweener, maybe lean a little bit on the face side, defending Raw. He got nobody to have his back. Bloodline jumps him easily. Who comes out to help him out? Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin gets fucked up, and they leave it off of that. Leading into Survivor Series, we'll have like a Bloodline versus Hurt Business reunion. Now, how that's going to start off with is that Shelton Benjamin can't wrestle, so they need a replacement. Here comes Keith Lee. Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, they team up to fight Roman and the Usos. Keith Lee turns on Bobby Lashley. Boom. Bloodline wins the match. Then you go on to have Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley for the belt. Keith Lee wins the title. Big heel, new talent. Easy story. The the other coin to that would be Keith Lee because he he lost to Roman Reigns in that Survivor Series match, right? If I'm correct. Sorry. Yeah, he did. So the other flip to that would be doing something like that. Him trying to him actually being the last one or actually eliminating Roman and everybody's like, What the fuck? Ah, that would be if you be a face, though. Oh my gosh, there's, there's two different elements right there. If they're gonna go with it, if they do it, I don't know. That's why I said it's a little bit hard to try to book. I'm not saying it would be hard to book Keith as a heel. I personally just don't see him as a heel because it's just awkward just for him being a face, especially with him coming back after the whole enlarged heart, you know, inflammated heart thing. It kind of be hard to see him all of a sudden be a heel running over everybody because he could do that as a face. It's just Robert, that gift you posted when he came up and snuck up on Finn Balor and he was pissed. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, he could be that heel that's when he's pissed off. Not a heel, a face. When he's pissed off, it's like, yo, this man is just as dangerous and he could just beat anybody at any given time. Summon the Kraken. That's what it felt like. This motherfucker just came from the depths and said, so you want your ass whooping now because you know he has a deep he has a cool deep voice too and that's not like a a bad guy voice it feels like more of that alright I'm gonna talk to you but if you piss me the fuck off like he has that voice it's so good man he got that like I can talk to you eloquently but when it's remember how Booker T when he had the King Booker gimmick he would talk on Royal King. and every issue. Okay. And then but go hood then, afterwards. And then he go hood right after with Crime Time Rob. He said, oh, hell no. I just got bumped. I said, yo, this is gold. This is pure gold because he just did a whole 360 in a matter of seconds. That's the same thing with Keith Lee. Keith could have that whole moment where, all right, I'm going to talk to you eloquently, greeting salutations and all of that. But then we get in this ring, I'm going to beat your ass. Now, if he did something like that, like, like, yo, Keith would be, I'll tell you, Keith would be that top face. He should have already been booked as a top star, in my opinion. Anybody who names their finisher after an anime finisher, <laughs> Spear Bomb, Big Bang Catastrophe, even though I call it the Big Bang Attack, but you know, who's counting? Um, yeah, that's a bad dude. Anybody's finishes named after an anime? Like, yo, that was real. I Facts. just love how they used to call it in NXT. It'd be like spirit bomb. They'd be like fucking hype as shit. And I'm like, damn, that shit look impactful just from the commentary. Exactly. Now they just like, oh, it's spirit bomb. And I'm like, you motherfucker, like, bro. They need, they need Michael Cole to do that for them. That's why they just need Michael Cole to do that. And they'll be all right. 
That's nah, they need Pat McAfee to do it. And Pat McAfee, you're right. And Yo, Pat you had Pat McAfee sell all the Keith Lee shit. That's Yo, it. Pat lit. McAfee would end up doing like they did in Dragon Ball. He's like, everybody but share your energy. Yo. <laughs> now imagine if he put his hands in the air like that, like say he needs your energy. I need your Yo, what? Oh my God. He'd be like, what are you doing? Shut up, Cole. <laughs> you don't understand it. <laughs> You're not a weeb. <laughs> like, what? Yo, and those who would get it, they would get it. I swear they would get it. For those you people. Have the, you'd have people in the audience literally trying to, like, give him energy and shit like that. Like, yo, what is what is up right now? That's oh, all you man. need. That sounds, y'all, y'all have some good plans for Keith Lee. And I hope, literally from his condition, that he, we haven't seen him in a bit. Hopefully nothing else has happened, but I hope he's doing well. We are running a little long in this one, and everybody has to have a good night and whatever Kenny Omega says will fuck him anyway. <laughs> but, and good night. There you go. There you go. I love that. This has been War Wrestling Alliance Radio, and we'll be seeing you. Goodbye and good night. Make sure you can nod your tribal chief. Tribal chef too. Yes, and the tribal chef.